go get an update from Anthony Broom. He's on H-Watch. They sounded a siren in Washtenaw County. People have to remain staring at their phones, Twitter or Facebook or TV nonstop until the news breaks. How you doing, Anthony? Oh, man. Uh, it's another another day, <laughs> a quiet day, uh, maybe even quieter than we thought it would be. But given what's out there about Michigan's response and the Big Ten taking its time to parse through its options, I I don't know. I think the nuclear option might be a little less on the table today, it feels like. I agree. When I see a guy like Adam Rittenberg, who is in Chicago, who is tight with everybody at the Big Ten, who was breaking a lot of these stories coming out in this three-week soap opera, when I start to hear that uh, public reprimands, fines may be on the table like previous uh, sportsmanship issues in the Big Ten, that, that to me, is a pre-framed leak uh, to set up that the nuclear option of suspending Harbaugh, I agree with you, isn't going to happen. That's just my opinion and prediction. Well, I know that, I mean, the 10-page letter out there, there's the eight-page letter from uh, Harbaugh's attorney, Tom Mars, and both of them essentially said the same thing that can be summed up in a sentence, is that if you go after us, we will sue you and we will win. And I think that they have the arguments to support that, you know, from a, from a, a legal defense standpoint. So, uh, again, you know, public rep- reprimands, fines, if that's something that was on the table when Tony Petiti met with Santa Ono and Michigan, you know, power brokers on Friday, I think we might be having a different discussion today. But given the way that this has played out so publicly the last week or so, and all, you know, the, the defense that Michigan's crafted, I almost, I don't know that you accept anything from them right now, given that, you know, Michigan is basically saying we, under what, you know, we have and wonder, under what we believe to be true about the league's policy, the sportsmanship policy, you don't have grounds to take that type of action without more evidence that to this point, has not been submitted to Michigan by the Big Ten. It has not been submitted um, to Michigan by the NCAA in terms of anything that links it to Jim Harbaugh. So I really do think that people that are are hoping that they get their pound of flesh out of this, I do think that I feel like Michigan's defense in terms of due process, not if they're guilty or not, not if they did anything wrong or not, but their right to due process, I think that this is a scenario where Michigan probably has the upper hand right now. And when accepting a public reprimand, the conference could do that. The commissioner under his own Big Ten bylaws, they don't have to accept anything. I agree with you. And the Big Ten, you know, now looking at everything, reviewing it, you know, the leaks were that last night. And when Rittenberg put out the leak that they're looking at other options, that to me was a setup of here we go. He's going to do something. It would be a you know public censure of of Michigan and Harbaugh for uh, you know sportsmanship. At least just say that in some legal ease that would be written by Big Ten attorneys, or or he just puts out a a release that says after reviewing all the current factual information we have at this time. We are not moving forward with anything. We will await the NCAA investigation and from there do what we need to do as a conference. I think 
that's all. I think that's where we're at right now. I think that's where things are heading. And, you know, for as much, I know that ESPN has caught a lot of hell for the way it's covered this story, but Adam Rittenberg's a good reporter and, and he's worked with Tom Van Hart on stuff. Those guys are great reporters. So I, I do think that it's, pretty, it's pretty deliberate that, you know, that someone's feelings are obviously someone's feelings are going to be hurt out of this. And, and at this point, I think the big tens, you know, I mean, they're in a tough spot too. I, I get that. But I really, from the start, I've said, you, know, you can't just punish someone because, you know, opposing coaches and opposing athletic directors are demanding something to happen. Like there has to be, you know, given what evidence has been brought forth and given what Michigan's accused of, I don't think there's enough there now. Now, could this change later on and they come back to the table and revisit it? Absolutely. It could happen. Maybe something happens next week. I don't know. But given what we know about the situation right now, uh, I don't think Tony Petiti has a leg to stand on. And already he might, the toothpaste might be too far out of the tube already in terms of what this means for his future. I mean, you've essentially alienated one of your biggest brands against the rest of the conference and vice versa. Uh, it's just, it's a tough spot to be in, but I I don't think they expected Michigan to fight back the way that they did, quite frankly. And I've never in my lifetime, I've never seen them push back against something like this. And, and, you know, with all of these boats sailing in the same direction. So these are definitely, you know, to borrow the term from the COVID times, these are wild and unprecedented times for sure. You know, Pete Thamel had that retired uh, judge in Washington County who's, now teaching criminal justice at University of Michigan Dearborn, he admitted he was a Michigan fan. But uh, the way he talked from a legal perspective, like David Gregory, uh, our legal insider, certified NFLPA sports agent, Bull Rush Sports Management, in studio yesterday said it that uh, the key is if they come at him with a suspension and Michigan files at paperwork in court for an injunction, uh, Michigan hits all the steps necessary. As Gregory said last night, this retired judge said uh, that, you know, we'll, we'll fuel a hearing. Then you get to discovery. Then you get the Big Ten communication in Michigan, and they want other schools that are connected to this, that who, who made the allegations, who ran the investigation. I mean, you're, you're Tony Petiti. You can put this to bed at least until the NCAA is done. You can put this to bed by saying you're going to wait for the NCAA investigation to be completed. And I think a responsible conference commissioner would have done that to start with. Uh, but, you know, he rides into town uh, with both guns drawn, so to speak, and Michigan called his bluff. And I don't even know if it is a bluff, but it's what they believe they had and what they believe to be true. Um, yeah, it's just. The fact that this is the thing that's interesting to me is that, you know, if this thing goes to discovery, everyone's skeletons are coming out, including Michigan's, which is, I mean, I don't know that that's certainly not good for Michigan, but it's not necessarily good for the conference and, and, you know, anyone else who might be involved in this as well. So for me, it's again, if you, if you want to, if you want to go down this road and you are willing to take this to court, you better have a hell of a defense um, for it. And it seems like Michigan does. And that, I think that is why they've been so, um, you know, outwardly. And again, it's not like they've been brazen or there's been a bravado about it. And there were people too that have said, 
oh, well, you know, they didn't admit to, you know, they didn't say that they didn't do anything wrong in this response. It's not a response to the allegations. It's a response to the potential discipline that's being, that could be handed down without sufficient proof or evidence of what was going on. So this has nothing to do with Michigan defending itself against the claims that there may have been some wrongdoing, but it has everything to do with they're not being, you know, coming down on them without having the information or maybe even the power or the wherewithal to make such a decision. Anthony Broom, he is part of the team at the Wolverine.com. You can follow Anthony Broom, uh, Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, Doug Skeen, John Borton. Uh, this has been an unbelievable ride, and everyone's waiting for the Big Ten and what they're going to do. And will it be... We'll hit the news cycle here in the next couple of hours. Uh, will it be tomorrow morning? Will it be just a press release tomorrow morning that kind of puts the focus back on Michigan, Penn State, and the rest of the Big Ten schedule? Because what you have right now, not only do you have Harbaugh and Michigan in the letter and the response on possible punishment, but you have Day and Shiano now publicly denying that they shared Michigan signals via that Sports Illustrated story. So you're Tony Petiti. All you have to do is suspend Harbaugh. And, and if you think this story has been bad the last three weeks, it goes to that nuclear level you're talking about, Anthony. It does. Absolutely. For a long time. And this is, this is the other thing that gets me about that, too, is that, oh, well, Ryan Day and Greg Schiano come out and deny it. And people just say, well, there you have it. It's like, well, wait. When Jim Harbaugh came out and denied there you go, yep. having any knowledge, it's, well, he's, you know, look at all the evidence and he's a cheater and blah, 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 blah. Like, there's a double standard there. There's a hypocrisy there. So you don't just not investigate something because someone's, oh, well, didn't know. Well, okay, that's an open and shut case. They didn't know anything about it. Nothing to see here. So, again, it's, it's, I love how Dan Wetzel put it best. He said, it's a situation where either everybody's wrong or nobody's wrong. And again, um, it's just kind of, uh, you know, there's, there's a chance this does go to that ugly level still, but it does feel like it, at this point, you know, the big 10, this is my last kind of point on, on the whole big 10 suspension. And they've said, well, we don't want a punishment that, that directly impacts the players. We're getting into Friday now before your biggest game of the season and it's still somewhat up in the air. And Michigan would get the injunction it needs to keep Jim Harbaugh on the field. But the fact that, you know, it's, it's Friday, or it's almost Friday, no punishment's been, let, been laid down yet, that's not fair to the players either. Because you prepare all week and then you take their coach off the sideline. Well, that does impact the players, no matter what they say. So I don't envy the people in the Big Ten offices, but the man in the big chair kind of put them in this spot too. Yeah, and, and Harbaugh, you, you've stated that. Clayton, uh, Doug Skeen, uh, Johnny Borton, Chris Ballas, everybody for the Wolverine.com. If there, if there is evidence and facts that connect Jim Harbaugh to Connor Stallions, he could lose his job. I'll be honest. If, if there are facts that he sent him to sidelines or sent him or assisted him, and there are facts, he could lose his job. But where we stand right now, at least what Ross Dellinger said on Monday, Yahoo.com college football writer, that his NCAA source said at this current time, that was last Monday, there are no connections that the NCAA has of Harbaugh to Connor Stallions. None. No, there isn't uh, to this point. And that could emerge. And if it does emerge, then 
you you update you update the thoughts, you update the expectations. And if there's any, you know, if Jim Harbaugh was involved in it, um, if there was any wrongdoing done, then by all means, like take care of that. Um, what you can't have is a conference essentially saying, "Well, we're going to suspend your coach indefinitely pending the outcome of the investigation." Well, these investigations could take months; they could take years. You're essentially you're essentially firing the head coach over something. And, and that's a danger. If you don't have the evidence to do that, that's a dangerous, dangerous place to go. So uh, again, you know, the, the argument there's, uh, this is a fascinating story. I'm not having fun covering it, but I do wonder, you know, when it's all said and done and, and the full scope and breadth of this thing plays itself out. I mean, this is, I've been saying it for weeks. I mean, it feels like it's gone from Netflix documentary or 30 for 30 to, you know, five-part docuseries, six-part docuseries, and I think we're only just getting started, too. But Tony Petiti can really put this thing uh, in park if he just says, I'm going to wait until the NCAA investigation is complete. I think this story will take a – it will go down by light years uh, with the media if he just says he's waiting on the NCAA. And then we'll act accordingly if needed at that time. Yeah, well, like I said, if he doesn't do that and and they do move forward with this, uh, being that he's a former TV guy, and let's let's face it, these TV networks are are major major pieces of all of this now. I just don't see. I don't. I already don't see a scenario where this ends well for Tony Petiti. Um, he's pretty much pissed off everyone in the conference at this point, and. A lot of people are riled up and, and a lot of people are upset, but yeah, I, I do. I, it feels like the winds of change in terms of the direction that this story might be heading, at least in terms of big 10 action. It, it does feel like it's starting to blow the way of either let the investigation play out or, you know, send down a reprimand, send down a fine. But even then, given that Michigan's gotten this far and in, in getting its ducks in a row and, apparently hiring the, the legal firm that they have ready to roll with this, one of the best firms in all of, you know, in all the country in terms of, you know, defenses and things like that. I mean, they're, I don't know that they will accept anything at this point. So uh, we'll see where it goes, but man, oh man, it is uh, it's kind of a crazy subplot to what is already the biggest week of the year for this Michigan football program. Anthony Broom, you can follow him, Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, John Borden, Doug Skeen, and more connected to this Big Ten Harbaugh story at thewolverine.com. Uh, if anything breaks, we'll come back to you, okay? All right, sounds good. All I'll right. be waiting.